You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality Check Radio. Welcome back, everybody. So good to have you here on Reality Check Radio with the Up Your Brave show. I'm Natalie Cutler-Welsh, and today I'm talking to Rob Robertson on the topic of building trust for greater flow. Welcome to the show, Rob. Thank you. It's uh, intriguing to be here. Ooh, intriguing. Yes, it is. For those of you that haven't met I Rob. I don't want to say exciting because that's how <laughs> you it is exciting. Um, Rob and I have known each other for, I think, probably about eight years through the Professional Speakers Association. Um, but for those of you that don't know Rob, Rob Robertson is an entrepreneur, professional speaker, and strategy mentor for CEOs and professional athletes on a mission to empower individuals and teams to be in the flow state constantly at their best. He is a conference speaker on productivity, stress, resilience, and emotional fitness. He coaches individuals and businesses on using team collaboration and AI technology tools to enable them to achieve a high-performance flow state more easily. And you've recently opened up an amazing retreat center. So exciting. That is exciting. <laughs> that is exciting. And it's been a dream for 20 years. And I every morning... While I'm here, I get up and look out at the view and just am so grateful because science has proven the whole biology of when you're grateful and how the heart influences the whole body and sends more signals to the brain and the brain to the heart. And so how being grateful is such a powerful thing. So yeah, I'm very, feel very lucky with where I am now. Yeah. Well, I'm excited about it too, which I will elaborate on later. But before we mm -hmm. do, let's dive in first to a little bit of your backstory. How did you get to this place where you're talking about emotional fitness and flow and helping people to be high achievers? Um, while staying grounded, how did you get here? Oh, the short answer is I always had a lot of self-doubt, which I covered up by positive thinking for the first sort of 10 years of my uh, sort of adult life until I discovered I had massive sort of emotional stuff that I wasn't didn't know about because I was turning everything positive in the head. So that's been the journey of really the last 20 years of really understanding the emotions and the anger and sort of from childhood stuff and abuse that happened and just letting go of the anger and really believing in who I am, which has been the journey. And that's about dropping into the heart, having really been in the head to have control and turning to positive to actually learning everything I could around emotional fitness in the heart. So that's really my journey and why I love, I'm driven to help people understand who they are and that trust and drop into the heart because that is so topical at the moment as things change and in the head of everything that's happening is just can be crazy but if we're really dropping into trusting who we are and that's an emotion and a vibration that's where it's at for for me you know and i know that you're also like high performance you, you do very well at tennis and things like that but you're right the timing right now with everything that we are all um going through in the past three years particularly but also what's coming down the path um mm. it's like it is such a critical time to be able to release those emotions anger sadness frustration anxiety and everything in between so you're we're, today we're talking about building trust for greater flow Let's start with flow. What do you mean by that? Flow is the state. It's similar to being in the zone. It's a state where effortlessly you're at your 
peak performance where things tend to happen. Sometimes time slows down, you're doing what you love and you're constantly at your best. And in flow, and this is in business or sport or anything, you tend to attract good luck and you're being in the right place at the right time and synchronicity happens and, and things happen effortlessly. You've still got to put in the work and do what you've got to do, but that's what flow is and that's what drives me having been on struggle straight for so many years sort of and battling through Mr. Positive and trying to get things and almost getting there but it doesn't quite happen and so forth it's all about really trusting your instincts and being driven internally and listening within and that's part of being in flow so you have the magic happening. Interesting you were talking about struggle street does anyone out there right now feel like they're on Struggle Street? So I'd love some tips from you on how we can get out of Struggle Street if we feel like we're there. Um, the other thing you just reminded me of is I interviewed this amazing guy, Dan Monroe, a few months back on nice guy syndrome. Right? Which Ooh, is yeah. So he helps people with mis- with nice guy syndrome. And I and you talked you called yourself just then Mr. Positivity. And what a great reflection, you know, to get to that point where you can look back at the former version of you with love, of course, and just be like, you know, you used to be Mr. Positivity. You're still very positive, but it's more, it's not trying to cover up for the sadness or the anger. So what a journey you've been on. Yeah. And Mr. Positive was an illusion because I was not grounded in reality and it was all a facade and it was, and I can tell now when people are at that facade because that was me for 10 years because when you're turning things into a positive you're just uh i had no vulnerability i just said what i felt people needed to hear rather than actually being authentic and being really really yeah being me so yeah that's the key thing and i guess you talked of struggle street and mm. that's a fascinating one, especially at the moment, because I'm a big believer in what's happening on the planet at the moment is the struggle is for us to look at different ways. So if we're very sort of in the head and analyzing things and and not looking beyond the 3D world of of things, then we're probably going to struggle and get, get confused, and not have the belief in what we're doing. And that's happening for a reason. So we can look within and look at alternative ways. And for me, it's about trust and following your instincts and moving from the logic to actually, and science has proven the heart for Heart Math Institute and, and other research around our gut intelligence as well, that we have these amazing intelligence. And if we actually get out of the head and actually use this intelligence and build our trust, that's when the magic happens because we're perhaps you call it superpowers. We're using our superpowers to be in flow and go beyond the norm. How can we do that then? So let's say someone listening, and I know you help people in business, but this can apply to anybody. If someone's like, yeah, I guess I have been really, you know, in my head around, and you called it 3D. So I'm going to translate that slightly. You know, I, For me, that what that means for some people, it would be like, you know, the cost of oil and the got to get this from the grocery store and I have to do this and, you know, pay that and just the day-to-day living the grind that stuff is mm. very 3d but we're, we're kind of taking a, a, a bigger perspective on things what are some practical things or some uh, like um or an experience or an um, activity that someone can do for to help themselves move away from struggle street and to be more in flow in their daily life well it's understanding the difference between thoughts 
and emotions and gut feel in terms of decision making. And there's a great book called Embraining, which explains the research behind the different intelligence that we have. So if we're then aware of whether it is we're busy, madly thinking about things as opposed to just getting a feel and a sense or an instinct, that's the first thing. And something, if you're looking for really practical, it's really a big believer that whenever we get triggered emotionally, that's our pain body coming up to show itself. But the fundamental thing is, and one day this will be taught in schools, our pain body wants to be released. And a pain body is simply a collection of all negative emotions over the years that just form into these little icebergs in our unconscious. And so this comes up into our psyche and we get triggered. And that might be anger. Like, like this morning, I was just getting a bit feeling off. And there's actually a process because our pain body wants to be released and we don't get taught it. A simple technique which I teach, which is around releasing a pain body. And it's about if you're in an environment where you can be by yourself or be private to release it, you actually drop into what the trigger is. If like today was a bit annoyed, so I drop into really feeling it. And as the technique is in its simplest few sentences, you just feel what's happening and ask where it's coming from or ask what's under that. You don't need to think about it. You just actually feel what the emotions are there and go under it and you actually release a whole lot of layers of stuff. And that's so empowering because it's then respecting your heart fully and knowing that whatever emotions are there and coming through or coming out, you drop into them and actually really feel it because if it's the pain body coming up, it's all it can be sadness, anger, can be all sorts of negative emotions and it's just an iceberg coming up. And if we get into a process of just really feeling it, but most people feel the surface and particularly uh, in society and perhaps New Zealand, it's more common that and that females are good at feeling and males may not be, mm -hmm. but it's still, if you're just feeling above the surface and what's happening there without going down, we miss out on this opportunity to release layers and layers of our pain body and grow. So it's a form of self-therapy, self-healing which I've done so much of over the years. And that's been the key to building trust because the more of our pain body that's floating around in our unconscious that creates and manifests our future. And that is what creates our either trust or lack of trust. And for me, it hadn't been a great self-esteem and self-doubt. And I went into the head to feel safe and positive and feel control. But as you offload that, you just get left with it's completely different energy. It's, it's a knowing and a trust because you don't have all these pain body floating around in your psyche, unconscious, that's creating all this doubt. And you just have a whole different energy. That was sort of a bit of a spiel. I'm just sitting here because uh, one of the things I love about being a host is I get to talk to amazing people and I always learn something. I've never heard the phrase pain body before. But I can ah. see how, yeah, never heard of that concept before. And also ah. the other thing I'm loving so much, Rob, is you're so transparent because, you know, it's like the old Rob would have been like, come on, Rob, snap out of it. You know, tried to positive your way mm -hmm. out of yeah. but the new version of you and what you're helping others to do is to really feel into what you're calling their pain body. Because, yeah, otherwise we just shove it down. We get on with our day and it just oh, it causes problems. At risk of repeating myself, the key thing is that, our future is created by a pain body because we don't get what we want in life. We get what our unconscious stuff creates because that is the pain body wants to be seen and wants to be 
be released so it creates our future so hence we keep attracting the same relationships or the same patterns in business and the same people around us that is consistent with our what our pain body needs to be shown and if we don't look at the lessons or learn what's going on from this or then we just keep attracting the same thing over and over again and that's that's the beauty of it is if we realize this and start to realize we can drop into really listening to a heart at a whole deeper level by going under it and feeling the different layers of what's happening and it's a whole lot of different things because our pain body has all these little icebergs and the icebergs are a whole lot of emotional stuff over the years that have a similar vibration collect together so i'm like this morning i i was just i had a lot happening and i had a deadline and i I felt myself getting really annoyed and so i stopped for a few moments and just felt what was going on and then i felt well yeah this and and i don't need to be rushing why am i putting pressure on its expectations and so i felt all these different things came up and all these layers of emotions that unrelated and some memories and just it wasn't too serious stuff that came up but by dropping into really feeling that's what create that's our unconscious stuff that creates our thoughts and leads to our thoughts and leads to our future so it's actually dropping in to our deeper programming and just by being really authentic and opening that heart to really listen then we start to see what is actually driving our future and what's creating our future and that is the absolute magic if we really honor ourselves and honor our heart because heart math institute which has done 20 years of scientific research and trained so many well, i've trained nine thousand of the armies or us army seals and can this other really well respected institute they've proven that the heart sends more signals to the brain than the brain does to the heart if we start looking at the power of the heart as the mechanism that controls our whole stress levels our whole biology then it's a heart that is the central mechanism of flow around our body try living a day without the heart doing a little bit of a pump and the flow so there's my rant shall we call it a rant not sure if rant's the right word no it's too loving to be a rant but it's so it's so (laughs) good because you know even me like today i had a um a friend messaged me and she said oh how are you you seem tired and stressed and i said and i wrote back to her and i said you know i'm just really it, it's hard living with, with when you've got people around you that don't see the world that you do it's tough yeah. and i said also i just don't want society to fall for it again in my words to make the same mistakes we did before mm-hmm. you know uh, last year or whatever and i'm just so i'm frustrated but for me that uh, what i did is I, I go to my voice is my default but what i skipped past so i talk about like i'll say something or I'll message someone and I'll say something, but I won't take that time to stop, like you suggested, and feel into my heart and feel that those emotions. I'll just explain or express the emotions, but I, I skip the feeling. Do you think so? Yeah. So what you're doing is you're suppressing your tr- heart and saying, I don't really value your heart properly. If you want to put it really directly and a bit crudely, yeah. just sort of try and shock you. And this is if you really and i'm not saying it's easy when there's a lot of people around to do this and i don't probably i never do it when there's a lot of people around but when i've got a quiet time when i was in corporate world i'd go to the toilet and just sit on the toilet with the toilet seat cover sit on there and just feel and drop into what i'm really feeling 
and go down and just honor the heart and just be authentic to myself and that's part of really honoring your most powerful mechanism of flow in the body and just being able to honor you and give you the respect of really feeling fully yeah like i and for some people maybe for me too it'll be like uh, you're allowed like i'm allowed to feel and even you know a year ago when i was getting more angry than i've been in my entire life mm. and and expressing that anger and i got told no 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 you're not allowed to be angry right like literally that's I, I really got pushback so it's such a fascinating time if we're willing to look at it like that but what i just wrote down rob because you know me i love little catchphrases it's time to feel so we can heal oh yeah well it's something you just mentioned there about the anger is well I'll go back to your question there but anger firstly is anger has a bad rap as oh it's all bad but mm -hmm. anger is actually a protective mechanism for us and it's actually a powerful agent for change because often if we don't get angry we don't take responsibility and don't actually take the steps to change and there's a group of people that have suffered abuse and part of the therapy is they want the pe people that have been abused to get angry otherwise if they don't get angry they don't actually stop and take true responsibility for moving on so anger is a normal emotion and it's a healthy emotion for change and creating action sure there's many other uses where anger is not so useful but this is the key thing if we're really honoring our emotions and really respecting and listening then yeah anger is quite a can be constructive and helpful especially it stops us from people from overstepping our boundaries mm -hmm. and doing all sorts of things and now I've forgotten what you did actually ask me that's no that's interesting though I, what came to me there was so instead of um so for the anger as an action thing for people to release to mo then move on move forward rather than like harboring that anger and sitting in anger and resentment and frustration and possibly oscillating between those three things and then and being yes. bitter towards someone and they need oh, revenge yes. and just living in it it's like express oh. the anger health in a healthy way <laughs> and then release yes. it out of your body because it's not it's not meant to sit there and this is the fundamental thing and i've done a lot of it over the years and it's actually doing it by myself like a, it used to be that i'd hit a pillow and go on private feel the anger and ask where's this come from go down and release and there's a whole lot of stuff that came up it was completely unrelated to why i was angry but if you imagine these icebergs that collect together and are unconscious and we're feeling angry about something and you go into it and you do this process of releasing it it's therapeutic it's like it's self-healing it's like doing years of psychotherapy and and for me seeing psychologists around uh childhood abuse and stuff that that didn't really do a lot for me it was fine to talk about it but didn't for me anyway so but for me this process is what is so powerful mm -hmm. you drop into it and release it and particularly over the last few years and this discussion of with people that have said well I can't forgive what whoever's done or what government done or whatever and so forth and but forgiving is not for it's for the person to let go and mm -hmm. it's the forgiving is for their benefit 
because by letting go of the anger or expressing the anger and moving on, then it's for our own health because the more of the pain, but it was our pain body that creates our illness. So an example of these last couple of days with a tight back and lower back and lower back tends to be feeling not supported. And I looked at where I'm not feeling supported and, and rather than doing the stretches and that goes away, but I actually felt what's the emotion under the tightness in my back. A whole lot of stuff came up about, well, I got a little bit annoyed. I hadn't done this and hadn't done this. Was there some strategic stuff with the business that I've been working on? And so the point is any physical ailment has an emotion under it. And I know there's a, uh, Dr. Donald Epstein, when he's in New Zealand, talked of cancer. To cure cancer, it's forgiving, letting go of emotion because it's our pain body that creates our future, creates our health, that creates whatever. So hence, it's dropping into feeling whatever if illness you are and you can move the illness on by looking at the emotions under it. So permission to to feel, so giving ourselves permission, but also pausing, like taking that time instead of going straight into ticking more things off your to-do list or as I go to, I go straight to expression, but I've skipped the feeling piece. So I'm always willing to learn right here in the middle of an interview. It's all good. Um, and the phrase I said before, <laughs> it's time to feel so we can heal. And I feel like that's true for for society, humanity, um, as well as for individuals. Yeah. Hmm. We would love to know what's coming up for you. For those of you that are listening, you can send us a text 2057 on the text or inbox at Reality Check Radio. As you probably know, if you listen to my whole show, I do read out um, some of the messages we get at the start of the show is when I do that. And it's always amazing to hear from our listeners what you're loving, what's resonating for you, what's coming up for you um, with all the topics. So definitely send us a message. Let us know what's resonating from this topic so far. Sorry, Rob, what were you going to say? Oh, just the planet is in the biggest transition. We're in the fastest amount of change ever with technology. It's completely changing what's possible. And so it's about the the stress and the anger, all these different things coming up. It's about letting that out and letting so we can drop into the knowing because trust is a feeling and try <laughs> finding trust in the head. I don't believe you can trust is a feeling and a, and a knowing and trust is then the more we drop into our heart and move from the 3D logical linear, everything is separated into three dimensional boxes. But science has proven there's an interconnectivity of all beings and parts energetically. There is this connection. So it's about moving from that 3D isolated world to knowing that everything's connected and that's the big transition. That's why so much has happened in the last few years is to hit people around, to smack people around, perhaps it's just not great wording, but it's to shake people up, to look at different ways. And otherwise we would have been doing the same sort of things we always had. So that's what stress and all struggle is about, is to force us to change. And we really are. And, you know, some of us at a faster pace than others. And one of my previous interviews was called Waking Up at Your Own Pace. And so we do need to honor that everyone is on their own journey um, and at waking up or raising their consciousness at, um, at their own pace. So mm. let's talk a little bit more about the flow toolkit. You've got something with it called a flow toolkit, right? What is that? Can I just go back to you talk about raising consciousness? That's yeah. interesting just comes to mind 
some friends that sort of talk about our oh, people waking up and and all this and basically the mind is constantly judging and mm-hmm. analyzing and judging one of the fundamentals and i don't tend to use that term because the head is going to judge and analyze and that sort of separation but the whole trend of and the whole awakening i suppose i'm using it now and i is that it's moving away from judgment to just feel and sense so the heart doesn't judge good and bad it just feels and senses the mind constantly judges good and bad so it's moving away from separation and labeling to just be everyone's who they are and everyone respecting everyone for who they are and and I was going to say ultimately be loving everybody it doesn't feel quite right it's a bit flurry but ultimately that's what it's sort of going towards accepting everybody for who they are is when we stop judging and labeling and that's a heart thing whereas the head's the labeler and judger and separate so good such good um insight and food for thought and so and i'm sure that some of the stuff we've talked about today will percolate for people over the coming days um if you want to talk about it i was asking you about the flow toolkit yeah so basically it's uh round just having tools to drop into feeling and there's a whole lot of new rules once we get out of the 3d world it's letting go of time it's letting go of its understanding there's a whole lot of research around the heart and around the breath and some really interesting things about the nervous system and how we're often the fight flight and because we're so have screens and things so we don't actually go to rest and digest so there's a whole lot of research that's interesting there about about understanding our biology and our breath and our emotions that are all about flow and stress and resilience because if you want to be in flow or want to be at a peak performance all the time it's knowing our some of the physical biology but it's knowing also the emotions and it's a combination of the two to get everything in flow so we're sort of letting go of so I guess I talked about the head's going to judge and also talk about that's letting go of needs. So the head's judging and analysing sort of needs. And if you take needs to the extreme, it's neediness. So letting go of neediness, which is obviously has quite a negative connotation, but letting go of needs in general and just being free internally. And that's a feeling of just letting go. And it's all, flow's all about letting go. Sure, we have desires and talk. And we have intentions and but we're not locked into we're not so rigid so that's a little bit about flow and how it's about letting go to really feel and letting go that needs or especially neediness this made me think you know sometimes upping your brave is not being well a lot of the time it's not being strong and resilient upping your brave is feeling your feelings like allowing yourself to yeah. yeah yeah well to be authentic and to be vulnerable you've got to have a lot of confidence in who you are especially as a male to be authentic and be vulnerable you've got to know who you are and there's a great um podcast from a canadian guy that talks the new badass male is all about having the confidence to know who you are and be able to be vulnerable and that's badass 
as opposed to the old male stereotype, especially in New Zealand, is that yeah, a tough guy and you're you're stoic and you take it like a man and and there's not really vulnerability there. And that's how the world's evolving as more and more sports stars show emotion on TV and you get that vulnerability coming through. It's badass. It really it is badass. And it reminds me of um Hendo's Hot Topics podcast. I interviewed Jack Henderson a few months back. It was the same show as the um the nice guy syndrome guy. And I think, you know, he talked about how to be a manly man, but still express your emotions. And it's just that it's trying to, it's so you can still be a manly man. And, you know, we still want the manly men, but also mm-hmm. being able to express your emotions. I know it's a tall order, but I think it's doable. Well, it's really interesting because while I am very emotionally expressive and private, I don't mm-hmm. go around like letting out the anger and things I often talk about on workshops and, and conferences and that. But in public, it's a different because I actually have a a sort of a, a trust and a knowing in who I am. I actually stand up for certain things, and I actually do some things that I was going to say I didn't think I ever had the balls to do. If we can use that word previously, yeah. because I just have a really belief in what I want to do, and I'll go for it, and it's not. I always used to be so, especially in the head, I used to be aware of what are people thinking. And whereas as I've grown to debaggageize or de-pain body arise, if you want to call those words that don't exist, then it's just being, and I'll go for what I want without being caring about what other people think. I'm actually probably more aware at times of what other people think and more, can read people even better. But it's a matter of just getting on and doing what is important to me and not caring what other people think. And that's the journey. And that's what is beautiful part of, of it all is to be able to be in that place where you do what you love doing and want to do. Exactly. And that, I'm just going to do a little segue here. That is one of the reasons why I, um, I want to talk about your retreat center because I've always wanted to bring people together in a, not just like a three hour workshop or a, an event, you know, where we just like get dressed up and we, you know, present or get inspired and empowered. And then we walk away. I wanted to bring them together for a bit longer. And I remember I put a post on Facebook and I was like, I'm looking for a retreat venue, possibly the beach. Cause I love the beach. And all mm. these people wrote to me and all these people sent me links. And then I saw your link and I'm like, Oh yeah, I forgot that Rob was building some retreat place. And I just, I guess I thought Mm -hmm. it was smaller and I thought it was further away. But honestly, when I watched that video, I was like, and there it is. And and (laughs) there it is. That's the place. And I mean, of course, it helps that there's, you know, a hot tub. But even when you're talking about, you know, releasing anger and emotion, I mean, I can see people going into the forest, you know, and just giving themselves permission to just like sing or yell or just get grounded. And that's, you know, so what I'm talking about in my retreat is like immerse, it's time, you know, if you feel called to immerse, I'm using these phrases, immerse yourself in nature and possibly immerse yourself in the hot tub. And, um, and take time to like my people are people that like me i'm here to help humanity right i am here to help humanity using my strengths and my skills but also loving to bring people together for collaborations because we can do so much more together to amplify our impact so that's what my retreat's about but i want to talk about so and i chose it because it just because of the energy what is it like there 
what is it like there? You live there, right? Um, being in the forest or surrounded by nature. And how has that changed you in terms of your flow and um, how you show up and what you're doing, what you love and the environment that you love? Do you know the term forest bathing? Of course. <laughs> yeah. Now, well, there's a huge amount of scientific research that suggests by being among nature, you're, it improves our physical and mental health. And so it's just being, and that can be in the park, but because the retreat has 40 acres of, of bush here that we own, plus that's surrounded by hundreds of, it's in a forest that's surrounded by hundreds of acres of forest around it, then it's coming into nature. And I think you said, how how does it affect me? It's, it's just going for a wander and in the forest, it just makes you appreciate because you look at a tree and a tree or a flower or a, a tree doesn't try to grow it just grows and in nature nature doesn't try so it's about just switching into not trying and getting in and, and so that's why it's a, a special place to to sort of recharge and and come and get away from it all to to sort of tune in to listening within getting out of the whole thinking just to get that quiet, I guess. Mm. All right. So in a moment, I'm going to ask you what's coming up. You can tell us a little bit more about your retreat. But for those of you, like a lot of my people also run retreats, like a lot of my clients and my collaboration people run retreats. So if you're looking for an amazing, unique retreat venue, you guys, or for your corporate team, definitely check it out. Um, Rob's going to tell us in a minute how to find out information about that. I'm calling my retreat Escape to the Forest because that those words, mm -hmm. like that's just what it's about. And it's in November and I'm so excited. So I'll, I'll put the links on the replay page, but you guys can check it out, upyourbrave.com slash retreat. Um, so Rob, what is one thing you've done in the last year where you truly upped your brave? Well, having been here a couple of years and the first year was sort of, cutting gorse and doing all sorts of things without actually really being focused as soon as we had the first retreat here just over a year ago all of a sudden and it was a energy healing retreat and i had this amazing shift internally that and i felt because the retreat had its first retreat and it come alive and i felt this dream is true i then was i don't know regret it but i then did his facebook live a couple of days later about coming out that because i've always been an intuitive medium and intuitive healer well i was trained as a reiki master years ago but i never really publicly talked about it so i did this facebook live <laughs> about how talking about how i can tune into beings and and guides and do all this stuff as a medium and and i don't so much talk about that as much now but in certain circumstances i do but yeah, that was something I look back and think, why did I go Facebook Live and tell a couple of thousand people? Well, not that really, I think they were going to watch it. But but yeah, I, there's things like that that you just do. And I, I don't know, I don't even remember why I was so brave to go live. But anyway, there's things like that, which I don't regret. It's just you sometimes have these moments where you just got to do something and you just did it. And also... <laughs> You know, you're, sometimes we're known for something or for being a certain way, whatever, job title, background, credentials. And people don't know there's other dimensions, you know, these other sides of us, like this healing side of you, which you've now integrated yeah. into your retreat, because I think people can book 
healing sessions or yoga meditations and things to go with it. Um, so good on you for upping your brave and <laughs> coming out of the healing closet as such. Um, let's talk about bucket list. <laughs> what is one thing that is on your bucket list, something you'd love to do, be, or experience in your lifetime that we could possibly help you to do? Well, I'm not sure if, how you better help, but a bucket list. I've always, for 20 years, I kept having this vision of me as a conference speaker speaking in front of sort of three or four thousand people in this big auditorium and while i've done quite a few different speaking engagements over the years i wasn't actually very good until more recently because as i it was all a sort of facade i used to be more blah, blah, sort of blah, sort of this sort of thinking like it used to be a motivational expert and in the head but over the years i've sort of got better by being authentic and really feeling it. So that's a bucket list is one day I know, well, I know, well, it's a dream to really be in that sort of topic echelon of world speakers known for, for that. So for helping people to, yeah, for helping people to drop into their heart. Amazing. Okay. So. And stress and resilience is a lot of it's the science around stress and resilience that I talk on now and work with uh, businesses on. So, but yeah. That's, All right. So if anyone has connections, we, we're looking for a large auditorium, people. We're looking for a big audience. <laughs> well, then you can, you can, you can, the ripple effect of helping so many people on stress and resilience and all the things Rob mm. is so great at talking about. And I think this is such a, mm. this, you're that topic is so key, especially now and going forward. So I think your time will come um, on mm. that, Rob. So get in touch with Rob if you want um, to learn more. Um, or if you've got an opportunity for him, what is coming up for you in the next six months? And here's the key. How can people get in touch with you? Let us know your website and your links. Well, there's a growing calendar of events of which Natalie will be added at stargateforest.com. Stargate Forest. Oh, I love the name. <laughs> yeah. And then but most of the work is the Unboxed Operating System, which is mentoring businesses and CEOs and that's unboxed operating system but i guess for me personally it's robrobertson.nz they can find me or on social media intuitive flow is what the key part that i brand that i use intuitive flow helping people get into that state of flow so that is me okay so intuitive flow is that instagram or facebook both okay great uh, yeah we will also put the links on the replay page so if you're listening to the replay or you're listening to this live stream and you're thinking i can't remember what they just said no problemo all you need to go all you need to do is go to realitycheck.radio click on replays click on the up your brave show and you can go and find rob's replay page and we'll have all the info for you there um, but if that's too tricky, you can just send, send us a text and we'll send you the information 2057 on the text. Amazing. Rob, before we wrap it up, is there anything else you want to share with us today? Ah, uh, the challenge to everyone is to up their brave by really dropping into their heart, feeling their heart. And that's the key to flow, whether it be flow of blood around the body or fundamental of trust and flow. It's a feeling, it's a knowing and it is having lived the first, shall we say, 50 years of my life in that state of not knowing and the feeling of trust that is and flow is just something that is so priceless. So 
yeah, that's the challenge that to your listeners is to really feel fully and enjoy the trust and flow and beautiful bits, but it's also scary and and moments of all sorts of emotions that come up, but it's having the toolkit to drop into and release the pain body and really know that it's all happening for a reason and it is all how it is supposed to be if we listen within, listen to our heart. That's my little conclusion. Love it. Thank you so much, Rob. I love how you invited my audience to up their brave. Um, You've been listening to Rob Robertson. We talked about building trust for greater flow. Thank you so much, Rob, for joining us today. Such a pleasure. Thank you, Nellie. Thank you, everybody, for listening. You're listening to Up Your Brave on RCR, Reality Check Radio.